force and the forces with me. I'm one with the force, the forces with me. Welcome to the GNN Cantina Happy Hour, where I had the right video queued up this week. That's, oh, thank God. That's what I was checking. I was like, do I have the right video? And then it started on me anyway. I was like, all right, well, we'll just, whatever it is, we'll go with it. <laughs> One day we're just going to end up with like the Futurama intro. Yeah. Doom, 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 doom. <laughs> no, they're, they're rebooting and not rebooting. They're, they're bringing that back again. Oh, yeah. Well, well on I Hulu, guess after right? the way they Hulu. ended it. You know, yeah. I want to go back and try again? No, I. The first, the the first original, what five seasons on Fox was it four or five seasons on Fox? Those were the only, in my opinion, those were the only good ones. The one that ended with uh, the robot devil's hands or an idle play thing. So I just, I just when they started doing the Bender's big score and the beast with two backs and all the movies. And then all of a sudden they brought the episodes back. I was like, eh, hey, you lost me. You lost me. I'm done. <laughs> Not so much. Anyway, we are here to talk about star Wars and I'm on a rant already about Futurama, but that's okay. <laughs> I am your host, David. It's good to see you here with me as always is my co-host Debbie. How are you, Debbie? I'm good. Good. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's smoky here in Indiana. Um, uh -oh. We're getting all that smoke and bad air quality from Canada. Canada. Those rotten yeah, Canadians. It's been, it's been hazy all week. It, it looks like a constant fog here all day, every day for the last week. It's fun. Terrible. Terrible. <laughs> You know how they came up with the spelling of uh, Canada, right? They were just drawing letters out of a hat. C-A-N-A-D-A. -A -A. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. Dad joke oh. of the week. Yeah, <laughs> that's a good one. That's I've never awesome. Heard that, before. that is. That's any anytime I meet a Canadian, that's my go-to joke right there. <laughs> Anyway, also with us tonight is Cam from Cam and Focus. How are you, Cam? I'm doing okay. Uh, it's it's been a busy week. It's been it's been a busy last freaking six months, man. I'm over it. <laughs> I'm ready to just settle down and get into a normal rhythm. Yeah, exactly. I'm a normal rhythm. That would be nice. I'm I'm living like the worst kind of polyrhythm right now. You should get some Legos. <laughs> that's that when when my life is completely going out of whack. That's what I do is I grab one of my many many Lego sets, or I'll go buy one and sit down and watch the Star Wars movie and build my Legos, and it's just like <gasps> bliss. And, and especially if you don't have any kids, if you don't have any kids in the room, or they're all off with mom doing something else, it's like oh, heavenly. And you know, I I, I I never got into Legos, but I, I love those models that you get, and it's it's all those tiny little pieces in those plastic grids, and you have to pop them out and build the thing from the oh. inside out. 
Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. And I, I had one of Kylo Ren, and, and that thing took me like eight hours to assemble. It was a fantastic model. And of course, during one of my moves, it freaking broke irre <laughs> irreparably. Oh, so, hmm. I bet I could have fixed it. I bet I could have fixed it. I can fix anything. The Lego Master. That's right. <laughs> so, kiddos, tonight we are talking about Mandalorian season one. We're going through the Mandalorian. If you if you haven't, if you weren't with us last week, we've still got a few weeks until Ahsoka comes out. Um, we've got all of July and then like most of August. I think it's the 21st or 23rd, somewhere in there. 23rd, I think. Yeah, it's the latter part of August. So it's, it's we, we got a few weeks. Our show started after Mandalorian season one and two. So we're going to go through the episodes of The Mandalorian as if we've never seen them before. And we're going to go through and talk about what we liked and didn't like and all the greatness that is the Filoni and Favreau universe. So, episode two kicks off. Mando did not ride, or I didn't see him ride one of those things back. It looked like they walked back because they, they, right. they were, they got attacked, they got uh, accosted, I'll say that, they got accosted by more bounty hunters that were tracking the child. We'll just call him the child since we don't know his name yet. Not till episode. <laughs> not till Baby Yoda. <laughs> Baby Yoda. That's right. The 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 clever little um, what did I call it? Uh, marketing gimmick. Ah. <laughs> go out and buy Baby Yoda toys. Ah. There you go. <laughs> We're not sponsored. We're not sponsored. We're, we're, we're not. If you want to sponsor us, we'll I'll plug your toys all day long. Go for it. <laughs> so anyway, they get it accosted. These were... Uh, um, tra tra were they Trandoshians? Was, that, mm -hmm. was, I, was I thinking about that right? Yep. Yeah. Sweet. Um, but this also leads up to... And this is kind of a running theme through the rest of this season is there's always somebody out to get him there's always the the next bounty hunter that's they're dodging i think they'll well get chased in space at one point and then this happens and it's just a it's higgledy piggledy but i'm curious so why does that stop after season one i don't think it carried over into season two did it not very much. I mean, that they still had people after them, if I remember correctly, but it was just a different group of people. And in, in, in season one, it was just kind of a little ragtag here and there. Okay. Okay. But um, but I mean, I could be wrong. I haven't watched season two honestly since it since it premiered. So. Ooh. Season two was a good one. So back to episode two, though. We get back to the ship, and the ship, apparently they parked the ship in the wrong side of town, because the <laughs> ship, the ship was stripped, and, but, and, and this was the, this, when I first saw this episode, 
um, when he pulled out that rifle <laughs> and started blasting those Jawas from a distance. <laughs> and I mean, it's not, they didn't just fall over and die. I mean, they like disintegrate. <laughs> I was like, Oh my gosh. Awesome. Keep At doing last. that. My, my childhood dreams have been realized. Jawa murder. <laughs> Jawa slaughter. Yeah. I mean, even in A New Hope, when the stormtroopers killed the Jawas, there were still bodies, but he didn't even leave marks. He's just like... He, it's like he... Creatures. It's like he Thanos snapped him out of there. They just... Was the dust floating away? So, we get this. Uh, this one, it also... This was something else I really enjoyed about this episode was that he he tried to chase them down. He got up on their sand crawler and they pulled some Monty Python stuff where they were just chucking things at him. <laughs> and if you get that reference, great, we can be friends. <laughs> so anyway, so they're just checking things at him and he he eventually falls off. He loses it. But I like this because that shows you know, through through a whole lot of Star Wars existence. Well, ever since Boba Fett, really, Boba Fett was always like the 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 he was like the badass. You don't mess with him because everything goes his way. Everything is right where he needs it to be. And with the Mandalorian, I think a lot of people were expecting, oh, he's going to be, oh, he's a bounty hunter, and he walked into the bar. I'll take you cold or I'll take you warm, however you want to do it. And you're just like, okay, we don't want to mess with this guy. And he's just he's just the best of the best, and he's got these cool weapons that can disintegrate people. But then he gets thrown off the sand collar. And I think, to me, that was looking at it like, yeah, he's good, but when fate, he, he's still, he's not immortal, and he's not He's not Superman, basically. You know, he's not going to be the, I've got every power imaginable and I cannot be stopped by anybody. So I, I, I thought he's that, not a perfect bounty hunter either. Right, right. right. And especially yeah, I mean, in these. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. Uh, uh, I was just going to say a, uh, a protagonist is always more endearing when you see that they're not infallible. Right. And, when and this, flaws, yeah. this one, and this one, like I said, really showed it because it was. It was he, he got beat by Jawas for crying out loud. Now, granted, there was a whole lot of him, them and one of him, but still, I mean, you, we got beat by Jawas. Well, what oh. and I don't know if I thought this the first time I watched this, uh, these episodes the first time around, but uh, watching it this time, I I don't know why, but it, it made me cackle a couple of times. Uh, the first time was the uh, disintegrations because it just kind of threw me back to Vader telling Boba. No disintegrations. No yes. disintegrations. And then when he's hanging on to that uh, crawler, the Jawa crawler, um, and he's hanging off the side and then he looks over and he sees this rock coming you know rock wall coming towards him flashback to indiana jones i was gonna say i, I think i know where you're going with this it's the last it's the last crusade yeah, i was like i don't know if i thought of that the first time i watched this but it just made me cackle 
<laughs> I, you know what? Honestly, I thought of it this time, but again, I don't know if I thought of it the first time either. Right. Just because I was, I was like, ah. and and that's only because, you know, the new Indiana Jones movie starts this weekend, and so, like two or three weeks ago, before it started, I watched all of the Indiana Jones movies up to and including that craptastic Crystal Skull one, but um. <laughs> But yeah, uh, so it was like fresh on my mind about the the whole thing with Indy hanging on the tank and everything, and they're running up against the wall. So <laughs> I thought yeah, it was good. Uh, tomorrow afternoon, I'm going to go see Indiana. Well, we got we actually got free tickets if you go. <gasps> yeah, if you go to Applebee's and eat their food, they've got a thing where you can you take your receipt and you go scan it in and Fandango sends you a uh, a voucher. So I have got two $15 vouchers to go see Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. Nice. So I'm like, whoo, free movie. And then Luke ran away. He ran away for the weekend to go stay with his cousin. And I'm like, ah, I wanted to go see Indiana Jones this weekend. So now I'm thinking. Now you can go see it twice. <laughs> Luke, if you're watching, I'm gonna go see it without you. I I, I will. <laughs> so he's he, I, he's not huge on Indiana Jones, but I mean that's one of our things. So, but well, that's just blasphemy. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, y'all know I'm a huge Harrison Ford fan. So what? I, I, I've I've never heard you say anything about that. Harrison well, who? Who? What? <laughs> I mean, where does all of this come from? <laughs> oh, you Seriously, must be that guy You need to redo that. <laughs> Is it that guy, Harrison Ford, the guy from Clear and Present Danger, and regarding Henry? Oh, regarding Henry, I love that movie. <laughs> <laughs> or, or better, <laughs> the guy from Patriot Games and Sabrina. Yeah. Uh, oh, you must mean that one movie, The Fugitive. Oh, that's oh, oh that yeah, yeah, that's my okay. favorite. <laughs> Indiana Jones is not your favorite. It, it's oh. my favorite non-Indiana Jones movie. Oh, Harrison Ford was was also in. Uh, in a movie called called Hollywood Homicide with Josh Hartnett. Oh Lord, he was <laughs> in that. Yeah, yeah, that that that, that was. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah, that, that, God. Yeah, that's it, it was a long a, time uh, ago. It, it was Harrison Ford's buddy cop movie. It came out in the early two thousands, and by God, it's definitely an early two thousands movie. Wow. But uh, that that, uh, that there's a big chase scene near the end, and Harrison Ford is having a chase after these people who are driving away in a car, and uh, he <laughs> he go he goes to hijacks some dude's car and the dude pulls a gun on him so he he turns around and he fight, he sees this little girl on a tiny little bicycle and he grabs the bike and she's like hey that's my bike and Harrison Ford just gets in her face and goes ah! and just takes the bike and rides off with it that's the one thing I really remember about wow. that movie <laughs> he was also in Apocalypse Now by the way if you never saw Apocalypse Now with uh, and Ten Force from Navarone and American Graffiti, 
that's where I fell in love with him. He also had a small role in Age of Adeline. I don't know if you've ever seen that movie, but it has yes. uh, Blake Lively in it. It's a good movie. And was it Mosquito Coast? Was that the name of that one? Mm, I didn't like that one because he was we an asshole. Yes, he was. <laughs> so anyway, okay, back to the Mandalorian. Back to Mando. <laughs> back to Mando. We've we've chased the Harrison tangent. So we're gonna go back to Mando. Um, he goes back to the uh, the the Ugnaught and he's like, "Well, we'll 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 go get your stuff back. Let's go get your stuff back." And of course, he shows up, and I think this kind of added, not added to his character, but I think you saw it come out a little bit more in future episodes to where he was like, he wanted to go in there, guns blazing, I'm going to steal my stuff back, and the guy's like, just just wait, let's talk to him and see if we can get it back a normal way and be nice about it, and blah, 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 blah. And, I, I, I mean, obviously it worked, because he got all the stuff for his ship back, and that's fine, but that same thing happens in season two in the first, I think it was, yeah. First episode of season two, the Marshall where the, uh, where Cobb Vanth goes up against the, the sand people, all these sand people are, oh, we're going to go in there guns blazing. It's like, wait, whoa, whoa, slow down. So I think this is like kind of where he starts off as this, uh, well, you're smaller than me and you stole my stuff. So I'm going to start blowing you away but it turns out that this is like the the this is the rabbit on the side of the road that can help you so that you pull the splinter out of his paw and then he comes back and chews through the ropes or whatever you know Aesop's fable anyway so I think that's kind of where he he learned this and and and, and that's the only thing I can think of because yeah, every time he was just, he was, uh-oh, Stephanie's online. What lies beneath, oh, that was a good one, too. When I first seen that, I hated it because, again, he was the bad guy, but I've watched it several times now, and it's really good, but it, I really hated it the first time I seen it because I was like, you're not supposed to be the bad guy. There was also a movie that came out in the, again, the early 2000s called uh, Gothica with Holly Berry. That was pretty much the same story as what lies beneath, but it was Holly Berry. Anyway, <laughs> anyway my tangent again. Um, so anyway, so we, we to me, that just shows that he can learn from his mistakes. He he will obviously make the mistake. And I mean, he does the same thing with droids, you know, no droids, no droids, no droids. And then yeah. IG-11 does his thing at the end of the thing. And all of a sudden it's like, ah. Maybe droids aren't so bad. So it's this is what we call character growth. Character growth. So it's nice to see that from him. Um, the Jawas want his best car initially, <laughs> and he was like, "Ah, uh-uh." And then they want the kid. They want the child. He's like, "No, think again." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what are they gonna do with him? Yeah. Just and because he's him. little, maybe they'd adopt him or something. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> See Grogu running. Oh yeah, yeah. But then uh, uh, they want him to go get this egg, which <laughs> the Cadbury egg, because that's what it looks like when they. Yeah. Open it up. <laughs> 
that's Cadbury cream egg, but I guess it's like a delicacy for them. And so he's got to go fight this uh, this mud horn. And um, it doesn't it doesn't go well for him. Again, this it is one of the throttles him. This yeah, is one of those. Uh, this is one of those. Uh, uh, what do you call it? Um, we're showing that we're not super the, duper. The vulnerable hero. The vulnerable hero. That's right. We can be beaten. Um, but then we see Grogu, Baby Yoda, do his little uh, the magic hand thingy. Yeah the, the, yeah, the hand thing, and he lifts the the thing up, and we're triumphant, and we can steal the egg. But this is also too when he uses his uh, when he uses his force powers, it takes a lot out of him because he's you know it's like okay I've used it and now I've got to take a nap I've got to yeah. I'm I'm done passes I'm done. out wipes him out I think that he does that all the way through. At least, uh, maybe the first and second season, to where it and really just. Well, but in Book of Boba Fett, now here's the thing: because he doesn't do it in the third season. In the third season, he uses the Force and he's just fine. But we've also got to remember that in Book of Boba Fett, he went off to train with Luke, and um, according to the timeline that Filoni put out. He was with Luke for like two or three years, if I remember right. So he's learned to control this. He's learned how to, okay, I can use the force without having to take a nap afterwards. He's become more comfortable with it. But he's a baby. <laughs> and he's just a little, he's just a little baby. He's a little baby. He needs a nap. <laughs> so, you know what? Whenever I look back on um, uh, the Mandalorian's fight with the Mudhorn, the, the, the moment that always sticks out to me... And, and to, see, so, something I love about the whole vulnerable hero thing is I, I love the moments whenever a hero accepts that they're going to lose. And, uh, uh, you know, whenever the Mudhorn's charging at him that final time and he just gets on his knees, puts his head down and holds out his knife. Yeah. You know, thinking, okay, this is it. This is how I die. You know, I, I, I was like, fuck. Oh, I'm sorry. Pam uses naughty words. Whoa. Whoa. This is a really like, th this is a great moment. I don't know what it is about, you know, the character accepting, accepting death. I don't know what it is about things like that, that I, it just really resonates with me. PG thirteen cam, so that's your one time. Okay. Don't don't jump into our territory. <laughs> you you had your one. Go for it. Usually I'm the one that's talking like a sailor. What the hell? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Everybody gets one. Everybody gets one. But and 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 honestly, I'm I'm the way you said that to where he's just ready to accept death while you're while you're talking about that. I'm sitting here thinking, there's another Indiana Jones reference. When they're on the ship in Raiders of the Lost Ark, and she says, "You're not the man I, I met 20 years ago," and he said, uh, "It's not the it's not the miles. It's it's not yeah. It's it's not it? the years. It's the mileage. it's not the it's not the years. It's the mileage." 
And then, of course, he's looking at himself in the mirror, and he's just like, oh, and he's all hurt, and he's looking at all of his scars, and she flips the mirror and whacks him again, and it's just like... And then he passes out. And then he passes out. <laughs> so, look at this. We're getting into all kinds of Indiana Jones references. <laughs> the movie starts this weekend. I'm excited. Oh. Obviously, we're excited. I love it. So, anyway. <laughs> um, but they get the egg. They get their ship back together. And they take off. And it's a happy, again, not a very long episode, this one. I don't even... Uh, I think it was like 37 or 38 I was, minutes. I was going to say, it's it's just under 45. It's a little short episode. But it's, again, it it's... To me, I like it because it's Filoni and Favreau telling the story that they want to tell without adding a whole bunch of filler stuff to it. So, and it's just, and they tell it in the time they need to tell it in. They're like, screw convention. We don't need to make this an hour-long show. That's, we made a 35-minute show, and now we're going to have to add, what, 25 minutes of filler? No. No. Well, what they should have done was say, okay, well, fine, if you want it that way, we're going to make hour-long episodes. But we're only going to make four of them instead of eight. Then we'll see what you say. <laughs> well, I mean, to, to be fair, most of these seasons are basically four-hour-long movies anyway. So, yeah, I'm a, I mean, if, it, if they can tailor the, the, writing, the writing to accommodate that kind of pacing or that kind of episodic pacing, then I think, uh, then I think it would work. But then, of course, there's going to be the, de the detractors who are like, yeah, not my Star Wars. And it's yeah. just... <laughs> Uh, Cam, didn't you do a video on that once? Yes, I did. Yes, uh, I was going to say. I think I just watched it again the other day. <laughs> yeah, um, and, and that's that's the thing with you know these uh, large franchises that have such de devoted fan bases. I mean, it's it, it, it's great to love something, and in my opinion, it's a lot easier to love something than it, than it is to hate it. It's just a waste of energy. Honestly, uh, and and honestly, as as far as the Star Wars fandom goes, I honestly look at it and say it's a lot like I've got friends that are football fans, and they sit there and and oh, you're such a nerd, you wear Star Wars, nah, and I'm like, okay, <laughs> and then you go over to their house, oh, we're gonna watch the football game, okay, go for it, and then he screams at the TV. You've only got one yard to go. Why are you punting? Run it, run it, run it. And I'm like, okay, you know they can't hear you, right? And you know you're not the coach of the team, so you can't make the call, right? You're not running this thing, right? You got that, right? And so I'm looking at Star Wars fans going, hey, you're not the coach of this. You're not running it. Just let them do what they're doing. If it pans out. I'm very guilty of doing that. What I hardly watch sports anymore but back when i did uh yeah especially iu basketball the uh what uh armchair quarterbacks armchair uh, quarterbacks. Yeah. <laughs> i i always made sure i was doing laundry when i was watching iu basketball because i could always throw socks at the tv without busting the tv so <laughs> yeah Debbie, did they have TVs back then Shut up, Cam. 
Well, that's, see, see, that's the beauty of it, Kim. That's why she could throw socks at him. I mean, today's TVs, if you threw a pair of socks at today's TVs, it would just tip over on its stand and it would bust the TV. But see, our TVs were like like four we feet, four feet wide and two feet deep. And yeah, we had, I had a RCA tube TV. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't remember. I think it was a 35 inch. I don't remember. It was big. I was when I got when we got married was when I bought my first like floor rear projection TV. I mean like a like a big rear project. Up until then, yeah, I had a big console TV with the little push buttons on it for the channels and everything. Mm -hmm. It was awesome. We are showing our age, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> Yep. Back in my day, plasma TVs were all the rage. <laughs> Boy. I remember when we'd get a little pixelation going in the top right corner and we didn't know what to do about it. We just ignored it. <laughs> you kids got all your fancy fix-its now. <laughs> you got all your nanobots fixing things. Go fix the TV. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, you're gonna be old. You're gonna be old one of these days, Cam. Don't worry. Oh, oh no, I know. I'm, <laughs> I'm. It'll be interesting to see how that goes. I mean, I'm, I, I'm sure that there's gonna be some, you know, world-changing scientific discovery probably in like the next, you know, 20, 30 years. And I'm just gonna look back on it and be like, oh, back in my day, we didn't have all these fancy dancy conveniences y'all have today. I was actually thinking about that today because I was looking at it going. You know, it wasn't too awful long ago that nobody had devices in their pockets that could tell them where to go. I'm looking for a certain place, a certain address, and I can just punch that address in on my phone and I can go there. Yeah, we and had to use maps. We had to use maps. And uh, <laughs> even uh, so for our anniversary one year, my wife and I drove to Key West and we had a Garmin, a Garmin uh navigator because again we had flip phones we didn't have iphones but that's a whole different story honey if you're watching <laughs> that was a lot of fun <laughs> key, key west is a lot of fun so anyway so we take off we're ready for episode three did we miss anything debbie have we have we chased thoroughly chased many rabbits that we didn't need to? <laughs> no, I, I I really love this episode because in the first episode, Mando saves Grogu or Baby Yoda, whatever. And then in this episode, Baby he, Yoda saves him. Yeah. And, and, and it's funny because you know, he got injured by the other bounty hunters and twice Baby Yoda tried to go up to him and, you know, uh, force heal him. And, of course, he didn't know what the hell he was doing. You know, just put him back in the carriage like you do annoying little toddlers, you know. Get away, put you back in your playpen or whatever. And then he finally closes it the second time around. But I thought that was, I thought that was cute because... They haven't been together that long, and yet uh, Grogu has this instinct 
you know. Well, and I'm wondering, too, if some of it had to do with the fact that Grogu knew he was about, he was, IG-11 was about to kill him. He was about to blast him, and Mando saved his life, and he realizes that. He knows that. So he's almost, it's almost like he's indebted to him. I I know that's a Wookiee thing, but, and I don't even know if that Wookiee thing's canon anymore, but. No, nope, now we have the Gungan life deaths. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he, he, all, he might also just sense that even though this guy is a bounty hunter, that he senses good in him. He feels the conflict within him. He needs to let go of his hate. <laughs> I thought it was uh, was real interesting too, though, Mando. And this goes back to the Sandcrawler chase. Mando got uh, zapped by the um, the ion blaster, and it shorted out all of his. Just like R two D two. It's hilarious. Haha! <laughs> 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 Your fancy armor didn't do anything for you, did it? <laughs> Oh, that was hilarious. <laughs> uh, did you guys uh, happen to see, and I really didn't notice it was out, but uh, they had the gallery for season for three. Season three. Yeah. Did you guys watch that yet? Or I have not no, watched I hadn't. it at all. It's about I'm, an hour long. It's it's really interesting. I, I just, I, it, it's been on my list of things. I've been, I've been on a pirate kick. So I've been going through the Pirates of the Caribbean movies. I don't know why I'm on a pirate kick, but <laughs> if somebody out there wants to buy me a boat so I can be a pirate, <laughs> I'd be okay with that. Well, one thing I thought was interesting that was said in this in this uh, gallery was uh, Filoni was talking about Favreau bringing Baby Yoda in. And he was like, why? Why would you want to do that? And uh... <laughs> that's a compliment, sir. Thank you. Guilty Appreciate that. I, yes. I wear that mantle proudly. Yes. I'm Guilty happy. as charged. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was, it was funny. I, I just thought it was funny because, you know, Filoni thought that it was like, why would you want to bring another Yoda, Yoda species in? And you know, it turns out to be probably the best thing ever. Well, and and that was that 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 was aside from else. the marketing, you know, merchandising, but brilliant. Just brilliant. that was, but that was also too something else um, because in the first episode. It's not till the very end we see him. They open the pod up, and there's there's Baby Yoda sitting there, and everybody was just like, "Oh, it's another Yoda! Oh, how did he get out?" Oh, and there's they're like, "Oh, it's another Yoda species. We're gonna find out what Yoda is, right?" Still haven't done that, by the way. I don't but, think uh, we ever will because that was George does not want. No, it's it's it yeah, needs to stay mysterious. To yeah, it's supposed to be a mysterious thing. So, but anyway, somebody breaks that code. Yeah, but then we get into this episode, and he lifts the mud horn up, and he's doing the magic hand thing, and everybody's like, "Oh, he can use the force too! He has another Yoda!" So everybody's all excited about that. <clears throat> Let's see, Scarif, 
Scarif Scuttlebutt podcast. I watched the gallery last night, and as someone who loves behind-the-scenes shows, I felt no magic, no feeling, no nothing. I think it is because of my distaste for season three. Did Aww. you really hate it or just didn't like it? I mean, because some people say they hated it, and then some people's like, mm, it's okay, you know, it wasn't season two. I liked it. It had pirates in it. I liked it. <laughs> Just I'm not on a the pirate right kick pirate. right now. So, yeah. We yeah. have the right pirate. We needed Hondo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Need I, to, uh, it, honestly, I keep holding out hope <laughs> that we'll see Hondo like in Ahsoka. <laughs> that's what I'm thinking, too. As big as that character is, and as well liked by the fan base that that character is. I mean, they've even incorporated him into, um, oh, Galaxy's Edge. Yeah. Um, and I know there's a Spire. What's the, there's a name for that. Black Spire. Black Spire. Yeah. So they've incorporated him into that. And everybody, oh, look at Hondo. Woohoo. And that's great. You know, hey, bring Hondo in. So did you really I, like Andor? I felt that it was super pedestrian. I knew it was going to be hard going back to the regular Star Wars after Andor. Because people were like really divided on Andor. Oh, yeah. That was either you loved it or you hated it. Well, I mean, I, 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 I didn't I didn't necessarily love it or hate it. I thought it was I thought it was very well directed, um, gorgeously shot. Uh I wish that they focused more on Andor himself. Um, and it, it felt a little, I mean, I'm a, I mean, even with him in the end saying, Hey, I want to join your cause or whatever. Well, he didn't say that, but I mean, you get the, the it was there. No. I, I mean, it, it, even with that in the end, the show as a whole felt kind of inconsequential. Um, there, there's not a lot that happened that really impacted the overall story. I mean, not, not that, you know, I'm expecting some kind of world, en world ending event or something like that, but uh, it, I don't know. I've got, I guess I'm one of those who um, I like whenever a story has connective tissue to, to another story, but I also like whenever it doesn't, I like whenever it's its own thing as well. And I feel like the show didn't quite find that balance as far as feeling connected with the rest of it. <laughs> I, I, I saw that too. We're not laughing at you, Cam. Says I can understand why some people didn't consider it Star Wars because there's no cute aliens with daddy issues. Ha! I liked it, um, Andor. I, I really thought it was good. It was a departure from it. It was that kind was of a departure from Star Wars because you know no no Jedi no no connections. It you was know, normal just, people. Yeah, it was on its own. I mean, I, there's a connection to Rogue One, but other than that, it was. I thought it was really good, really well written, written because it was written by Gilroy. Am I right on that, Gilroy? I think so. Uh, Tony, wrote, Tony Gilroy. Yeah, who wrote Rogue One? So, yeah, and for a first season. I thought it was really good. Now we'll have to 
see what the second season brings, but and see that second season may be what you're looking for there, Cam, as far as the uh, uh, consequences, the inconsequential. I mean, it may roll into the second season. You're like, oh my gosh, now the first season's even better because yeah, this I'm all sure. makes sense now. I'm yeah, sure. Yeah, I'm, 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 I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm sure, we have I'm sure that is going to happen. Um, but part of me just kind of wishes that I didn't have to rely on a second season to make that happen. Um, I'm, I mean, I'm, I don't know. I love, I liked Andor. I, I, I didn't think it was, you know, fantastic or anything, but you know, it, I, I, I feel the same about Andor that I felt about Rogue One. I, I wasn't a big fan of the story. Wasn't a big fan of the characters, but I loved how it was shot. <laughs> oh, you so didn't like that the... one person. That I'm one telling person. you. You remind me of Dave Gramillion. <laughs> Dave, we know you're watching. Rogue One's awesome. <laughs> I loved Rogue One. I thought it was great. I think Rogue I... One's the best of the Disney movies. The best of the Disney era movies. <laughs> and and, and, and uh, honestly, the, there are things about Rogue One that I truly love. Uh, I just I, I just wasn't big on the characters and how and how they and how they fit into the story and how the story was told. I mean, it's it, it, it's a gorgeous looking film. I mean, Greg, Greg Frazier's cinematography is, I mean, I mean, I mean, uh, only only matched by Roger Deakins as far as I'm concerned, as far as cinematography. Um, I just I, I couldn't I get on board with is. the characters. What movie has he done? Roger Deakins. Yeah. Uh, and, well, obviously the the, the one that comes to mind first and foremost is Blade Runner 2049 he's that's my all-time favorite film uh yeah he was he also uh was director of photography for uh 007 Skyfall oh. uh let me see True Grit oh uh, yeah no that, was, that was no oh no country for, oh that was a good one too I didn't uh, watch that one I mean the, the, there was the man who wasn't there which I think is a pretty Pretty underrated film. That's uh, Billy Bob Thornton. That's one of the Coen Brothers movies, right? I think so. I, think I, the, I, 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 I don't remember which Coen brother it was, but yes, it was it was Billy Bob Thornton and I think James Gandolfini. Yeah. Yes, I do recall that one. I think I did see that one. Nerds! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so... <laughs> Nerd is my middle name. <laughs> Film makers owing us fans a debt. Hmm. I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> I, I, I feel like filmmakers feeling like they owe the fans something is why we got the flash. <laughs> yes, yes. Now all we need is. <laughs> I went there. Did you go see the movie? Um, I, I okay, so so I'm gonna be honest. I haven't seen it yet. I I said that more just for the joke factor. But oh no, I got it. <laughs> I, I got it. I understood that. Yeah, I just but, was uh, curious if you've seen it yet or not because I haven't. I have. I have. Ugh. Yeah, but I, I haven't seen it yet. I'm going to see it soon. You know, I'm. I mean, th th despite my feelings going into it, I'm going to see it just to say that I did. Is it still in theaters? It is. <laughs> I was going to go see it in theaters, but I slept in that day. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> I'll see Lord. it when it's free. That's, you know what? When it hits HBO Max, or well, 
not HBO Max anymore. When it hits max, that's when I'll go see it. And I, and honestly, even then, because uh, Shazam Fury of the Gods has been on max for a little while, and I still haven't even touched it yet. So I watched that one. I, I didn't think it was as good as the first one. The, it was I didn't right, see the first one. All, all uh, of... All of the the Wonder Woman 1984 really had left a bad taste in my mouth, so I'm just yeah. Well, well, I th- I think what what kind of turned me off to the DC EU is knowing that the story that was being set up in Zack Snyder's Justice League is not going to be finished. Yeah, because like I mean, the DC films have their issues. I mean, sure, but. I mean, as far as the overall look and tone that I that I now associate with DC, you know, I I look back on films like, you know, Man of Steel, uh, Batman v Superman and Zack Snyder's Justice League. I feel like those are just good movies for what DC is, in my opinion, supposed to be. And knowing that we're not going to get what Zack Snyder was wanting with, you know, giving us dark side and Martian Manhunter and all that stuff. I've, I've, I feel like it's kind of, I feel like it's kind of doing the franchise a huge disservice. Yeah. They, they, like I said, they lost me a long time ago. So yeah. Anyway, the, the MCU lost me a long time ago, unfortunately after phase three. And, uh, just to, um, row. Uh, yeah, I I thought Supergirl was good. Sasha. Oh oh, Let's I really like Sasha. Your Supergirl uh-huh. steals the show. I would really. And that's like why Peter I too. went to see the movie to see Keaton. And I thought mm-hmm. he did pretty good. I like Crow. Stick with single films and make them better. Yeah. Quality versus quantity. That's why the yeah. I, I think that's why the MCU. I mean, in Phase Four with the MCU, it was like there was a bunch of stuff and it was just dumped on you, and now they're kind of backing off on it because they're like, we probably should have written these a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Well. Well. Um, moving forward with DC, I, I feel like they should really, yeah, like uh, you know, Scuttlebutt Podcast said, stick with you know smaller stories at the very at, at least starting out. I mean. I thought Joker was great. I thought the Batman was fantastic. And I I think that those movies should, if they haven't already set a precedent for, you know, the kind of storytelling that DC should move forward with. Well, I think they were trying to do the Marvel formula and unfortunately they didn't go about it the right way. <laughs> no, that, that they rushed it. That, that, that They had one origin movie and then jumped right into Batman v Superman where it was like, okay, we have to set up the Justice League now. And yeah, it, we got to get them out there now. It, it was very convoluted. Yeah. Anyway, all right. Now that we've done hashing out DC and DCEU, <laughs> <laughs> on the Star Wars show. It's what we do. We go off it's the rails. We go down the rabbit hole. <laughs> Unfortunately, are... this episode of Mandalorian didn't have much to talk about. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah, it, it was... was a short episode. So. <laughs> short episode so. I mean, Mandalorian finds Jawas, hijinks ensue, Mudhorn dead. Boom. <laughs> it was so, a do... good episode. I liked it. <laughs> Great it episode. Especially when the, uh, yes, thank you. Yet again. <laughs> 
especially when the Mando disintegrated the jaw was that was just awesome. highlight of the of the episode highlight <laughs> that's the highlight that's what we're taking away from all of this we can disintegrate Jawas. so all that being said debbie shameless plugs any shameless plugs this week uh excuse you chewy um not that i know of i haven't heard anything about federation friday so i don't know if that's going on but monday we will be back with mcu monday and talking episode two of secret invasion and it was a it was good oh yeah that was a good one and i'm just like holy crap we just don't know who's who or what's going on and then at the end i was like what the hell (laughs) (laughs) if you haven't seen secret invasion go watch it and then join us here same time (laughs) but on mondays and watch mc mcu mondays it's all good and then we have uh geek gauntlet on saturday at Mm -hmm. 10 eastern so and they talk about everything marvel dc Star Wars, what? anime, gaming. Yeah, it's the uh, yeah, it's like the uh, the the news part of things. Hey, we've got this coming up, and this is happening in this world, and yes, they're very awesome, very awesome. Um, Cam, do you have anything? Shameless yes. Plugs. Yes, I have my in depth review of the movie Sixty Five coming out this weekend. Oh, um, I'm still. I haven't watched it yet. I gotta. I gotta. I gotta find it. I gotta watch it. Isn't it on Amazon or something? I hope so. It it probably is on Amazon Prime. Uh, In the the review, I'm talking about why the film is better than a lot of people gave it credit for. Uh, Like especially on sec on second rewatch, I liked it. I liked it all right the first time around, but the second time I really got a deeper appreciation for it. Um, so yeah, I'll be talking about all that. That'll be this weekend. So on the new YouTube channel, hopefully we're not still checking out the old one. Rent or buy, rent or buy, rent or buy. <sighs> Is that on Amazon? You have to rent or buy it. Amazon Prime, yeah. Uh, I got, I got oh, it on Blu-ray. <laughs> go to Redbox and rent it. There you go. Well, this weekend I will be watching Indiana Jones. Well, Indiana Jones, I'm going tomorrow. But I will also be watching The Witcher because that comes out tomorrow. Third season. Ooh, it do- Wait, it does? Yes. The Witcher? This Third is the season, fi- yes. final season, right? Final season for Henry, which yeah. really pisses me off. Man. That's another story. Holy crap! I, I, I need to I go get. No I need idea. to get caught up on that. I'm pretty sure it's tomorrow. Let oh me my. look. Let me look. Well, while Debbie's checking that, that's what I've been planning for. Go to the uh, go to our Facebook page. Go to the Geek News Now Facebook page. Look us up on Facebook. We're there. They're having another giveaway. We're giving away more free stuff. Uh, this is an anime giveaway, or an anime themed giveaway, I should say. Um, it's a, it's a, what did they call it? It's a tablet bag. So it's padded on the inside and it's got Sailor Moon on it. And I don't recall, do you, do either one of you recall what the other item is? I think it's a Batman cutting board. 
No, that was that was last. No, that was the, uh, oh no 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 back. no! It's a it, it's, it's a it's a, uh, a it's a it's a Gundam model, I think. Oh oh well, hey Gundam model, I didn't even realize that. I'm not allowed to. I look, I'm not allowed to win it, but you out there watching are. So if you go to Facebook and you sign up to win this thing, it's all yours. You're luckier than me. So. <laughs> Uh, the Witcher debuted today. Ooh, season three of The Witcher. So, Unbelievable. Well, I, 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 I've been so out of the loop, I had no idea. I think they're splitting it up, though. It's like, I don't know, so many oh, of course episodes. They are. And then in two or three weeks, the rest of the episode. I think that's how they're doing it. Kind of like what they did with Stranger Things uh, season four. They kind of broke it up. Scarif Scuttlebutt uh, headed to the theater to see Indy in 30 minutes. So anyway, yes. Yeah, and they're, they're doing a show, and I apologize. I forget when you're doing a review show on Indy, Scarif. Debbie wants in. Oh. No, I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just kind of plugging him because we've kind of oh. been working. Oh, yeah. Hey, Scarif Scuttlebutt, go, go listen to their podcast. They're, they're part of the Red 5 Network. Think so, yes. Go check Sorry. them out. Oh, tomorrow at 7 p.m. Central, they are recording. Central. Or they will I'm that not would good be, with my times. What that is would that? be that's eight o'clock, eight o'clock your time, Debbie. Ah, okay. All right. Hashtag Scarify. There it is. Okay. The hashtag. So yeah, so, they've they've got a good good show over there. So go check out their show. Friends of our show with that that we don't get in trouble for playing their music so galactic empire we love you guys to death but we got zapped it's okay that's okay that's fine that's not a big deal we still love you um uh, so go check us out on facebook check us out on instagram youtube twitter uh, twitter TikTok. all the social media platforms we are all over the place um check out the giveaway and i think that's it i think we're done all right well that being said y'all all have a great week and may the force happy be with you july. happy fourth of july although that we too. will see you monday so yeah. <laughs> so yeah, a lot of people celebrate over the weekend yeah and especially since monday's monday's the third right yeah so i'm taking a po day so <laughs> long weekend for me so y'all have a great week we'll see you next week here on the cantina happy hour may the force okay. be with you all